All right, here we go. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Connor Price. I'm joined here with my wonderful wife and co-host, Brianna. Brianna, say hello. Hello. Uh, we are here today with Independent, which is a brand that we started. you want to tell them a little bit about what it is? Yeah, so long story short, Independent is a free podcast and weekly newsletter to educate, entertain, and ultimately inspire anyone who is pursuing a career in music independently. Like me. Yes, like you. And as my manager, yeah, we're, uh, we're going through this together. We're learning a lot. We want to share that with people. And we also want to talk to some other people and learn some things. And one of those people we're talking to today is... Do you want me to say his name or do we listen? Well, no, first? no, no. Give, give a little bit of a, <laughs> okay, a hype so up first. Today we have a very special guest. His last single, How Much Cash, ranked top 25 on the iTunes Hip Hop Rap Singles Chart. His debut album, Fuck Flowers, gained over 3 million streams in the first three weeks. And if you've opened the app TikTok recently, you've seen his face. This is Mr. Noah Davis. What's up, Noah? Hi. How are you guys? We're good. Very good. Thank how are you? Thank you so much for being here with us. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. I feel so special that you have <laughs> hey, me on. Hey, we feel special. Thank, Thank you, you so much. How are you feeling? You've gone so viral this last <laughs> week. I see you everywhere. How, um, like your last single, How Much Cash did so well. You must be just like over the moon right now. Yeah, how does that feel? It feels great. It's so funny because I was like talking to my friends a few weeks ago and I was like, you know what, guys? I'm manifesting, you know, just a big fatty TikTok. Okay, like a big <laughs> fatty one. Like, like probably like six or seven million views and they're like okay like okay and um, i'm like no I'm, I'm not kidding i'm manifesting it and like i'm really good at manifesting you guys so don't play with me right now um and it. then i posted it and i think it has like 6.2 right now so i was like work my manifestation hey. powers are That's still amazing. around um Congrats. no it just feels really and good well that deserved. people love it that they're that when they're excited you, when about it when you were filming that TikTok in your car at night, right? Mm -hmm. That was the setting. Did you yeah. know this was going to be it? Um, it's like, it's kind of, I like have a feeling. Usually I can tell like when I, if I like watch a video back, I can be like, oh, I think that's, oh, I think that's going to do pretty good. Like, I'm not sure. But it's also like you never know with TikTok because they could, they could promote this, the hell out of it or they could not. Like it, it. It's yeah. like crazy to think sometimes. So I, I had a good feeling about it. But then when I posted it, it was like maybe like 30 minutes in that it just like really started like going off. So I was wow. like, oh, very fun, very funky. And the I song wasn't even Connor like... I was watching it and he showed it to me right away. He's like, look at this video. It's been up for less than an hour. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be huge. Oh, absolutely. I, it was like very exciting. My manager was calling me like, oh, my God. I'm like, no, it's it's doing so good. I'm like, I know, but don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. Don't right, jinx it. Right, don't right. talk about it. Um, it's, the song wasn't even ready to come out. Like the song was not even in distribution when I posted it. I just wow. like got like a, I was like, had an urge to make yeah. a TikTok. I'm like, I'm just gonna make a TikTok to it. Whatever. It'll be fine. It's gonna be very cute. Went to the car, did yeah. one take. I was like, that's, I feel like that's fine. It's gonna be okay. And then I called my manager the next day. I was like, so I'm putting the song out in two days. And he was like, <laughs> what? And he was, I was As like, you yeah, should. I'm putting it out in two days. He's like, you don't even have artwork. And I'm like, oh, that's what you thought. But I made some. So look at this. Um, wow. So yeah, so Wait, this so is why you are an independent hustler. You yeah, make I want to talk, talk about this. So you you made the artwork? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've made all of my artwork for my singles except for one. So do I. That's awesome. That's yeah. So cool. It's one of my what, favorite what, what parts. I love you? like make, giving an image to something, like giving visuals, and like music videos are like so expensive, and like honestly, like why I pay so much money if not many people are probably gonna see it at first. So like I would rather spend time making super sick like cover art. 
I love it. And actually, that was something that caught my eye. I, I love the artwork. So Thank yeah, you. Good, good, good work. What, what program? I was going to ask, yeah. what, what program do you use? So it's actually really funny. I do it all on my phone because I no refuse to do, I hate working. I think work okay. is very boring and I think it's very not cute and gorgeous. So I try to do the least amount of work that I possibly can. So I have this like Photoshop Spark free app on my phone that I like, wow. I had like the cloud layers and then I like put like the little angel layer on top of yep. it. And then I had a different app. Like I bought this font online and like downloaded it to this app I had on my phone and used that to put in the, That's in incredible. the thing. Yeah. It took me like an hour you. and a half where it probably could have taken me like 15 minutes if I knew how to do it on a computer. But honestly, the struggle seems fun to me. Right. <laughs> I think, it's, you- I think it's amazing because I, I also think it's so important that first impression of the song is that artwork. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember seeing it. And yeah, between the font and even the, the textures, I actually remember thinking like, wow, he works with a great graphic designer. Nope, so it's th- his phone. The, yeah, the <laughs> fact that you did that on your phone, genuinely, I think, I think you killed it. So good work. Thank okay, well, you. now that you've seen the song blow up and the artwork's great, do you plan to invest in a music video or at least make one on your own? <laughs> A bunch of people have been asking for a music video, so mm-hmm. it'd have to be crazy. I know it would have to be so lyrics. insane. The, the song yeah. deserves a crazy music video. I definitely think that, like, I am exploring like options right now, like to um, get like investors or something like to do a music video because I do want it to be like really sick if I do one. Because um, yeah. that's the other thing is like whenever I see whenever I'm making music, I like see the visual like in my head immediately when I'm like writing the song. I can know exactly what I want the video to look like. And it's always usually some like extravagant, like out of out of pocket stuff that literally would be so expensive. So yeah. I don't want to like compromise on my vision, but I do think that would like given how the song is doing, it would probably be really easy to find somebody who's like willing to invest in that. So it is something I'm I'm looking at. But I've also had a few like other really cool artists hit me up and like want to do a remix and like feature on the song. So like wow. looking into that as well. So I think there's I think. Um, it's only three days old, but I definitely think it still has a lot of life left to it. I think totally. it's cool, oh, it has cool weeks stuff is and happen. months and months of life left to it. Yeah. Now I want I want to jump back into TikTok real quick. How long have you been on TikTok? Um, I just came up on a year in October. Wow! And you're just hovering around six hundred thousand followers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's shooting up like I know. Yeah, it's going to be seven hundred by the time. Yeah, well, it's so crazy. I went to like brunch with my friends last Saturday. And during brunch, I like we celebrated 450 because I hit 450 during brunch, and now it's like 575. Crazy. So it, like has just Crazy. been so quick. But I'm like, yes, work. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that that growth is amazing. And do you do you have a certain uh, schedule that you stick to? Do you have to post a certain amount of times per week, or are you just kind of on the fly? No, I specifically wait until I have a feeling that I want to do it because I've noticed that if mm-hmm. I'm like in a, if I'm like oh like, I damn, I have to post a TikTok today. Like, oh guys, I'm going to have to, I'll be there in 20 minutes. I have to do this TikTok. Something like in that line, it never works out because I'm not feeling Mm -hmm. it. But like the other night, I was literally sitting in my apartment alone. I was watching Love Island and I was like, (laughs) hmm, I want to make a TikTok. And so I did it. So like when I want to do it, I do it. And I feel like, especially for that app, just the way it works, I feel like the most possible like organicness you can give to something is what usually works the best. So I try to just make it as like nonchalant as possible. I 
love that. I love that because I've definitely found that the content that does really well on TikTok is the stuff where you shot it on your iPhone. You're not caring too much about the lighting. Like if there's that authenticity, it always wins. It's when you try to like have this professional looking video and you go over the top. And like you said, you make it feel like a chore. Yeah. And then it doesn't it doesn't connect. So I think that's a that's a great. My question for Noah and his TikTok is when did you start to notice like that shift? Like you join TikTok. It's just for fun. But then you're like, okay, this is really impacting my streams and my music. Yeah. And then when did you take it seriously and be like, all right, this is how I'm going to grow my fan base right now? Um, I think I like actually got on TikTok out of like frustration that everyone else was doing well. Um, and it was yeah. annoying to me because I was like, my music is just as good. So like why? But I was like also in the boat, like I'm not going to fall for it. I'm not going to be part of the TikTok. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> like screw TikTok. No. And then I finally was like, you know what? No, I had the song coming out. I was like, I'm going to get on TikTok and I'm going to try to do something with the song. I had, my roommate was a dancer at the time. So both of them were. So I had them like do a little dance to it. It didn't do anything um, because I was obviously like trying way too hard. I was really trying, but then I kind of just started using TikTok just organically to use TikTok. I would do at little videos and sing here and there, just like acapella things. But then I posted a video, um, I auditioned for American Idol in 2018 and Mm. I had like a viral moment from that audition. So I had posted a video saying like, if you remember this, stop scrolling. And so it was a video of me and my American Idol audition. And I like knew it would grab attention because like, uh, like for the past two weeks, that meme had been going viral on TikTok. So I was like, oh, they, they know this sound. They know what this is. Like it's on their mind. So I said, if, stop scrolling if you remember this. And I think that video got like half a million views or something like that. But like it drastically changed the streams on the song that I was promoting in that mm. TikTok. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like that's kind of cute. I kind of live for that. <laughs> um, so then I was like, no, 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 no. So I started like going through the singing hash. I was like, what are the other singers doing? Like how are they... Like, how are their videos doing well? Like, what do they look like when they're doing well? So I came across Queen Herbie, which now we're really good friends. So it's like kind of funny to me. But I came across videos of her and I was like, oh, she's just like singing into a mic. But it's obvious that she's just putting the audio of her song over the video of her singing into the mic. And I was like, I can do that. That's easy. So then I did one of those and it also did really well. And then so then I was like, okay, now I have like a brand that I should start following on here. So then it was like always sharing music, sharing music. And then I did a car video. And the mm-hmm. car video popped the fuck off. It was everything. The car video. You know, did we need what to do more to car do. videos. Yeah, I think God that's damn it. It was insane. I literally was like, I had this song that I written weeks ago, months ago, maybe that didn't even have a vocal on the track, and I played the instrumental in the car and just sang. I was like, you guys, I wrote a song about sex. Here it goes, and I sang right. the song, and it got like has like almost three million views. So I was like, oh snap, that's cute. So then I put the song out and then I had all these people like saying like, we want more music, we want more music. So that's when I started like teasing the rest of the songs from the album. Um, and what just about really the one saw... with your dad? Well, I the, remember oh. you did one with your dad. Did you, yes. guys, did you guys plan that or is he just a comedic genius? <laughs> no, I'm the comedic to... genius. I wrote <laughs> the skit. Us. It's all, no, I'm just kidding. No, his delivery <laughs> sold it. He really did. He really sold it. But no, I was just like, this is going to be really funny. What you're going to do is like, after I play this song, I'm going to like turn it off and you're just going to like pull your glasses down and be like, are you gay? I and love he's it. Gonna be like, <laughs> he's like, what? And I'm like, just trust me. It's going to be really funny. They're going to love it. And he was like, okay. Yeah. So he did it and I posted it. 
I have never seen anything cuter than my father reacting to being viral on the internet. Uh, he I love it. was hilarious. He's like, how many views does our video have? And I was like, <laughs> my video has a million. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, he was so, so, so cute. So that was really fun that like, cause he's also so supportive of me and like my career and like what I do. And like, he loves my music. So it was like really fun for like me to get to like share that with him, like promoting my music and like, doing that with him was really, really fun because not a lot of people from where I'm from who, like, are in the queer space have that kind of relationship with their parents. So the fact that I have that relationship and I put it on the internet and he was obsessed with it going viral was really, really cute. And I appreciated that. Yeah. I love that. And I love your dad. dad. Tell yeah. him we say He's hi. He's so cute. Yeah. He's adorable. All of TikTok says hi to your dad. Right. I was like, I'm going home again um, next in December. And I was like, dad, part two is coming. So... Prepare oh, yourself. It. Yeah, you got to. Amazing. Prepare yourself. Is, uh, is, is home Arkansas? Is yeah. That, is that what I read? We yeah. did our due diligence and we creeped on you big time. So yeah, we're we like, oh, okay, from work. <laughs> She's the pro- professional interviewers over here. They're doing their hey, research. We're trying to, we're trying to I've been so nervous since last night. I'm like, I need to find everything out about him. <laughs> oh my Which God, is no, funny because actually, so weird. I was creeping on your oh, manager right. oh, and I was scrolling and scrolling. And right below your posts, there's a post of this skinny little boy with a face mask on. And I'm like, that's my freaking cousin. So I text my cousin. I'm like, dude, is your ex-manager the manager of this amazing star we're interviewing tomorrow? And we're like, holy shit, that the world couldn't be smaller. so funny. Yeah, my manager said that they emailed him and said, oh my gosh, I think my cousin is like interviewing your, your artist tomorrow. So it's very yeah. funny. I was like, I love a full circle moment. I love, totally. I love when the it's world so feels circle. small because it, it's like, it reminds you that it kind of is small it in the is. grand it scheme really of is. things. It's crazy. So. Like even before talking to you, we were connected by one, two people, which is crazy. Yeah. And my cousin reminds me so much of you. So I was like, it's just such deja vu. They're like almost the same person. Yeah. Like it's so cute. Um, you guys would get along really well. It's so sweet. Um, back you, to TikTok. You, yeah, I, I had say, one more question. More I had one yeah, more question before. about TikTok. This mm-hmm. is the biggest thing we struggle with yeah. posting your stuff on TikTok. How do you deal with the haters uh, and the trolls. Yeah, the hate comments. You know, it's kind of crazy. I can count probably on one hand the amount of times that I've gotten, like, hate on wow. TikTok. That's, that's amazing. YouTube and Twitter during the American Idol days were a different story because they loved to mm. hate on me, which was fine, whatever. But on TikTok, mm. I hardly ever get hate comments. I did post one video the other day just like being funny I heard this sound and it was like a little texting sound and you're supposed to like start looking down at your phone with like your double chin and then like you go up whatever I thought it was funny and I was like oh this sound is hilarious like I want to do this too which is like the whole freaking point of TikTok um and I posted it and they were like all the comments were like you're ugly and I'm like oh my god well first of all that's just simply not true second of all I didn't I didn't ask I didn't ask. And they were like, part of the comments were like, she has more chest hair than I do. And I'm like, that's because oh I'm a man. Oh my God. Um, it is crazy but thank that you. people like, can take like, a You trend. are so insecure. I'm like, if if you're mad that I have more chest hair than you, I don't know what to say. Grow up. Okay? Grow <laughs> oh, yeah. some more of it. Okay, that's a, that's you know what? Attitude, I actually yeah. saw your video response to the haters. And oh, yeah. you said, well, uh, I'm going to paraphrase it, but you're like, regardless of the hate, I'm going to wake up and get paid for right. being myself. Right. So screw exactly. all of you. It's like I wake up every day and I do what I do mm. and then I make my money. And it's I crazy because it. 
not a single, no, no amount of comments will change that, but they don't understand that. It's like, I will, you guys are going to wake up tomorrow and do what you do and do your thing. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and do what I do and do my thing. Ariana Grande mm-hmm. is going to wake up tomorrow and do her thing and get paid. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what you think of, like what you say, like, it's not going to change that. So I just like wish they would just shut up. Cause I'm like, you just sound ignorant. It's like not even annoying at this point. It's just like, you sound silly. Right. Totally. No, it's Well, great. I'm glad you have that perspective because um, he's good at brushing off hate comments, but sometimes I see them, not even about myself, about him. Yeah, you, and I'm you like in bed to... and I'm like, this is so cruel. The world is so mean. It's so <laughs> yeah. part of it though, right? I definitely like, have my moments. I'm like, I'll read one. I'll be like, that was extra hurtful. Like, I don't know what you are going through today, <laughs> queen, but that was hurtful. <laughs> that was really right. mean. You should calm down. But my other favorite thing is like roasting them right back. Like, mm. I love roasting them back. Like, this one person, like, said something about my parents, and I was like, you literally look like Mr. Crocker from The Fairly Odd Parents, so I do not want to hear it from you, ma'am. Don't speak to me. <laughs> ma'am. Don't. I, the, ma'am. I, oh, that's great. I just get this vibe that you are just, like, the clap back master. Because oh, I, I really don't, I will hurt your feelings. Like, it is because I don't care. If you're going to hurt my feelings, like, I will mm. show you what that feels like. Not because I wanted sure. to, yeah. but yeah. just because, like, you don't understand that anyone can say anything over the internet. Like, I'm just as capable yeah. of being mean. With my yes, but at you least are. you're the one that's behind your real face. Right. And they're usually hiding behind troll right. accounts. I'll so say it's like, who's, pull up. I'll give you who's my address. The person. So you can talk yeah, in person. I love it. I love it. Um, so aside from social media, I know we were both very curious about your creative process. Because mm-hmm. um, everyone's creative process is so different. Like, for example, where did the inspiration come from? for how much cash. Like, I know it's a play on the childhood tongue twister, how, how much, much wood, wood could yeah. a woodchuck chuck yeah. if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Yeah, I'm curious. Did that chorus concept come first? Did the music come first? Like, walk me through that whole process. Yeah, so I was, you know, at my house, hitting the bong with some friends, as one does. <laughs> um, and I was just thinking to myself, because I had I had heard a bunch of people, like, do the nursery rhyme thing. A bunch of people have done it and turned it into like a slow song or like a pop song or like whatever. And I was like, you know what? How funny would it be to like make nursery rhymes into rap songs? And my friends and were like, make them so sexual right. too. They're yeah, like, right? That's like hilarious. It. Like, what would it be? And I was like, what if it was like, instead of how much wood could a woodchuck chuck, I was like, what if it was how much cash could a bad bitch bat? And they were like, <laughs> That's iconic. And I was like, yeah, I think it is actually. So I text my producer. His name is Matt. One of my producers. His name is Matt. And I was like, Matt, I have genuinely the most genius idea I've ever come up with. And we must write the rest of the song as soon as possible. And he was like, okay. So I go in and I was like, I was like, how much cash could a bad bitch bag if a bad bitch shook some ass? And he was like, you're kidding. I was like, I know. But let's go for it. And he was like, okay. So we did it. And it was just so good. I sent it to my manager and he was like, this is absurd, but also amazing. And I was like, work. So then it kind of inspired, I'm doing a whole EP of that type of um, thing, like turning nursery rhymes into rap songs. It's it's very, very fun. I've had a lot of fun working on it because it's like, you can say anything. You can, the production is like, it's not pop. So I can like do the craziest thing I want. I've just had fun making something that's like no rules, if you will. Totally. You know what I think is so genius about that? Whenever someone hears the nursery rhyme, they're brought back to their childhood. So when they're scrolling and they hear you doing something that sounds like it, they won't keep scrolling because yeah. they're like, "What? where do I know that from? Yeah. And then it, it's just so genius. 
And now also to, to, to flip it on the other side, whenever someone now hears how much wood could a woodchuck chuck, they're going to think, gonna of, his think song. of stripping. Yeah. And That's so Noah. funny. Incredible. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, I have one for head, shoulders, knees, and toes. That is oh, no. just. Oh no! It's Are you crazy. able to preview at all? Wait, it's when okay. is it? When is this coming? When is this coming out? Probably, um, at least not for another month. But we oh, would send work. you everything first and get your approval. No. Another month is perfect because I will probably okay. like sporadically post something on TikTok in like the next three weeks against my manager's will. Okay, um, so we have heads, shoulders, knees, knees and, and toes, toes and, and you now are it's turning it into Coke, money, booze, and hoes. Hey, there we go. So perfect. it's going to be very fun. I have one for Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it's just like that one is like still Twinkle, Twinkle, but it's just like fun. Just like taking those ideas and kind of like running with them and expanding on them just to like yeah. give it that little bit of nostalgia. Like, oh, like I know where this is from, but like giving it a whole new life. It's been like super fun. That's amazing. And going back to uh, so you mentioned your producer, Matt. He's one of a few uh, producers you work with. How did you first connect with Matt? Um, I had a, a friend, her name was Natanya, and she, we had worked together before, um, we had been set up in some sessions by my old manager, and she was like, I know these guys who I think you would crush it with. And I'm like, okay, mm. cool, like, let's do a session. She introduces me to them, their names are Matt and Austin, and we did Tea, was the first song we ever did together. And it definitely set a tone for, like, kind of a switch in my music because before then I was kind of I was out of the closet but I didn't come out until I moved to LA so none of my music was like necessarily like queer in nature and then we did tea and it was very like kind of like nuanced with like a lot of me and my character and myself and I loved working with them so much so we just started working all the time and they produced between the two of them they produced every song on my album except for one and they are also producing every single song on the Nursery Rhyme EP. So they're just, they've been a huge part in like developing this project and like bringing it off the ground because they are so talented. It's crazy how underrated producers are sometimes when the beat and the music behind the lyrics are sometimes one of the most hard hitting parts of the song. Mm. So it's cool that you're like shouting them out and giving them love because I think producers deserve that. Literally, I wouldn't. Like they're just so, they're so creative too. And I think that's really important because like in the same right that I'm an artist with my voice and my, and my words, they're an artist too when Mm. they're producing something. So I always want to make sure they have their input too. It's like, does this sound cool to you? Because like, this is your art as well. Like if you're going to collaborate with someone, it needs to be very collaborative. So I always want to make sure that I'm shouting them out too. And like the writers I work with, because like they're all so insane and talented that like it would not be possible without them. So. Oh, incredible. I love that so much. You're very humble. I appreciate that about you. Thank you. Um, Did you want to ask any other questions about like, cause what we want to do with this content too is help other independent artists that ask Connor questions a lot. Like, yeah. when do I look for a manager? Yeah. How do I know what equipment to use? Is mm. there anything that you'd love to ask him that you think would be of value to other artists? Yeah, I'm definitely curious on the management side because that's always one thing I'm always curious about and and I feel like is asked a lot in the independent artist world. is like, when do I look for uh, a manager? Do do you have plans to one day want to sign to a label? Like, at, at what point do you grow your, your team? Right. Uh, how, how is that for you? I think that, you know, as far as a manager goes, I always tell people to like, wait till they come to you, you know, like try not to seek it out because I feel like if you're seeking someone out, it's probably out of an idea that they are, 
they are the only reason you're not progressing in your career. And I think it's very important to like be in a place where, you know, like I have done all the base work and now I want to bring someone onto the team who's going to take me to the next level. You shouldn't be depending on somebody to help you figure it all out. Like you should be depending on them to take what you figured out and get it to the right people. So mm-hmm. I think that's important to like, let somebody come to you because they're probably going to hear your music or hear a song and be inspired by what you do. And that's the person you want managing your career. Someone who's inspired by your artistry and believes in you, not someone who's going to maybe ask you to change this or ask you to change your image or change the sound or be like, mm, we don't like that. You want someone who believes yeah. in exactly what you're doing. And then once you have that, I think it just starts, it's like a snowball effect. Like the music becomes better because your manager is probably connecting you with his network of people who are going to help you meet this network of people. And it really is a snowball. So I would just say like, let the universe take you to where you're supposed to be because you never want to get in bed with anyone in in business wise too early because it just is never the right thing. They will try to change you. They will try to, Mm block what you're doing or they just won't make you a priority and you want to make sure that whoever you're working with is making you a priority so or potentially take advantage of you if it's the wrong person yeah. like asking for a higher percentage of the song than they might deserve mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I love that perspective to yeah, just be patient yeah create that leverage on your own and have them come to you and no it's it's great advice exactly totally having agree. having leverage is probably like the most important thing and that's what i've been doing in my career that's what i'm doing with the tiktok is i'm like creating leverage so that when it comes to the point because there is there is a glass ceiling of what you can do to by yourself as an independent yeah. artist because there are just some certain facets of the music industry that are only accessible by those at the very top of the business game, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it, it is a bad thing if you try to be a part of that too soon. If you have no leverage, if you don't have um, anything that makes you a valuable partner to them, that's like, mm. that's can be detrimental to your career. So it's like always good to have leverage and know what your leverage is and how to use it. Totally. Well, well you seem to be doing that really well. So props Thank to you. you. Yeah, definitely. Do you have any other questions? If not, I'm going to ask the final question just so we don't take any more of his beautiful Friday. Yes, absolutely. Go for it. Okay. So I have three final questions for you. They're pretty simple and quick. So okay. if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self before you started pursuing music, what is the one piece of advice you would give yourself? Um, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Probably, like, don't let anybody dim your light. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I allowed a lot of people to tell me that, like, my dreams and, like, my aspirations weren't, like, valid or, like, attainable. And I think it set me back for a long time of like trying to do something that I wanted to do or like being confident in what I wanted to do. Um, so yeah, don't let people do that. I love that. Do you think that that fear of judgment or the light dimming stopped you from maybe like posting when you know you wanted to or like, do you know what I mean? Like you could have been putting out content a lot sooner had you not been afraid of judgment or opinions. Mm. I don't know. I think it. I think it kind of goes back more to like 13, 14, 15, when I would tell people like, oh, I want to be a singer. And they'd be like, well, that's not like possible. And so like, maybe I would have started writing songs sooner. Like maybe I would have started, like maybe I would have wanted, actually like wanted that and been chasing after that sooner. Not to say that my trajectory or my career path right now isn't like amazing and I'm not like grateful for it, but I do think it's like having an aspiration since very, very young, but only acting on it till like you're older. It's just like a crazy thought. 
Yeah. I think that's important to get out into the world, especially the young world of TikTok where so many people are so scared of what their friends and family will think. Yeah, it's just, it's so easy to judge people these days. You are such a beautiful reminder to just like chase your dreams no matter what age and don't let anybody else affect your career trajectory. Totally. Right. Um, And then last question, this one's a little bit more for fun, but for any American Idol fans... Do you still have the alpaca <laughs> that was gifted to you by oh Lionel Lord. Richie? This is, I get this comment so much and it's so hilarious to me because I don't want to like drag them or anything, but that was so fake. Like <laughs> they brought this alpaca, right? And they're like, they brought it to the studio and they're like, oh my God, you, well, guess what? We got you one. And I'm like singing to myself, okay. This is a lot. Like, am I gonna? Is this a carry-on item? Like, I don't understand. Like, what? Do what they are, want me to start what crying? What are the logistics like- <laughs> here? Um, and then they're like, I was petting this alpaca, right? Like in the like literal middle of my like actual dream, right? I'm like living out my fullest fantasies, and this person comes over and is like, "We have to have the alpaca back to the farm by nine, so we gotta go." Oh no! And I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, "Wait, what?" And they literally, I like maybe got like 10 minutes with the thing and they're like, yeah, we got to take it. And I'm like, can I get that a picture? Like, heart. damn, like that breaks my heart. <laughs> like you're welcome for all the freaking promo and like virality. I gave your show. Can I please have a photo with the alpaca that you fake bought me geezers? Wow. So I was like, um, work. <laughs> then they gave me a certificate. They're like, we adopted one in your name. And I'm like, okay, work. They're like, we paid for it, blah, blah, blah. You're going to get an email about <laughs> your alpaca. And I'm like, very cute and gorgeous. Then I get an email that was like, so wh- we're looking to like finalize the payments. Like what's that going to be? And then the, the the producers just never responded. So not only did they fake get me an alpaca on live TV, they also fake adopted one of my name because they just never paid for it. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, if I'm dragging them, you know, pr- idol producers, screw you. I don't know. Um, oh my God. Yeah, that's so wild. Is it not? That literally Broke breaks heart, my man. heart because like all, we were watching the clips. I'm like, this boy is so obsessed with freaking alpacas. No, and, I and then they am. tease you. They had, had like a laminated document and everything with your so name. So is that your plan? When you reach your ultimate level of success, you're just going to no, settle I, down on an alpaca farm in Arkansas and just live your best maybe life? Maybe not in Arkansas, like maybe Calabasas. Like, I don't there know. There we go. Like, mm. Or like um, a Malibu no, like, I think it'd be farm. so cute to just have an alpaca. Like, literally down the street right now, there is a petting zoo and there's an alpaca and I haven't, like, had a chance to go, but I'm literally doing nothing today and I I am going to go pet this alpaca because it I looks I think this so is your sign soft. to go. Right. I hope it's still there because it kind of gave me Halloween theme, but... It gives me fall too. So like maybe they're still there. But if you so go, cute. please take a selfie and send it to us. Okay, I will. Cause mm-hmm. I feel so bad that you were just teased like that on live TV. Oh my god, no. It's like totally fine. You know, in <laughs> retrospect, like what would I have done with it if they actually gave it to me? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Also, in retrospect, even if they adopted that alpaca in my name, the farm that it was from was in upstate New York, so I would have never seen it a day in my life. Mm. So mm. like that is a crazy story. Is it terrible? Yes. Do I wish <laughs> they weren't so terrible? Yes. Does it actually affect me? No. No. It but is still a funny rude. story to tell, though. It's a great story. <laughs> it is rude, but it is a funny story to tell. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, thank you so much, Noah. We absolutely adore you. Oh, and we're so excited you. to see where your career goes next. It, yeah, like, I can't wait to see his next few weeks, man. Next week, his next lullaby song. <laughs> this, this AP, yeah, you never know. I, you never know when I'm gonna get the inkling to post it. So look out for it.
You're Absolutely. amazing. Well, um, uh, let uh, let the audience know where they can find you, social media, Spotify, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm Noah Davis on all like music platforms, streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. Noah Davis on TikTok, and then I'm Noah Davis fifty on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. And then Great. wherever we post this, we'll be sure to link everything below. Um, well, yeah, it was great talking to you today. Oh, my God. Thank you great so much. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah. We en- love en- you. Enjoy your time with the alpacas. Thank you so much. I will, for sure.